0: Hey everybody, welcome to a conversation on the Book of Mark. Today we're in week, I don't know, what eleven? Eleven. Mark ten. Those throw me off. Yeah, yeah and we the answer is you just have to subtract one. It seems simple, but after United, maybe we'll find up there. For yeah. That's all right. We'll just keep going. Because I can still get the I still got the, I still got your audio. Oh, You can try to rejoin, but the you need to switch to a better browser, apparently. I'm just gonna say I called it. <laughs> do, do you know, do you remember it? So we're this is an anniversary week when when every church in the world had to figure out how to stream set fit <laughs> Yeah, Rich would have just failed service. Wow. <laughs> oh, three years ago. Apparently, <laughs> Greg is an early about fulfilling service and it? It was cool, was really fun. So when we were just streaming and it would be uh three of us together doing doing the stream and all of a sudden we would just get the blip and all like, Great. Now it's just the three of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to it back on, sending message but oh, it was and that's all the thing. It was terrible. Yeah, it was terrible. Never again. That'd be great. Never again for me. I'm out. <laughs> 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 Next pandemic, I am living in my van. <laughs> <laughs> do we go get pollen? Yeah. Done. What is just a band? band? You- we'll go to the wilderness and have a van commune. No. Do and if you want to come to church because of the pandemic, can meet us at the van commune. <laughs> yeah. We'll do drive-in church. That was also happens. I know. I hate it. Yeah, although yeah, Doug, Doug, Doug did like Easters on the, on the top of the waters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He walked on waters. Oh boy. I wonder if anybody said that. I can text them right now. I'll text. So three we years are... ago, Doug, you walked on waters. You walked on <laughs> waters. I'm not gonna find the post. Well Mark Mark it is a oh uh, intentional process of getting to know Jesus, the Gospels are all really good. And to be, I think, to think about being a follower of Christ is important to grasp each of the Gospels, but to just be focused on the Gospels as a whole. And in a conversation this week, I just, I think a great thing to have, like, in our constant thought process, it doesn't necessarily need to be something you say constantly. But I think there should be lots of moments in life. Part of knowing Jesus is when you have an experience in life, uh, going, "What? What? How does this remind me of Jesus? What? What, what is? What is out of the gospel narrative that with? that brings a parallel to the experience to bring now? And uh, this week we in Mark chapter ten there is a. Um, it, it's part of the theme of Mark, and it just starts to build as a pinnacle that people prove they did, that they just don't get it. And that uh, really meets its pinnacle at the crucifixion of Jesus. But, um, just thinking about all of the things that would grate my soul is a moment when you think, oh, good people get it. And then the next moment going, Never mind. <laughs> and you know, maybe already <laughs> more <laughs> painful that pl- So then for others is often when I have that own experience of myself. That experience of myself. And that's a low level and I just go, Great. I'm the words I say, it's probably not appropriate, but the words I say is I'm the I'm the one. Me. And so as Taylor Swift would say. I'm the problem, it's me. (laughs) I thought for sure you would catch that. My line was in a different space. Happy Wednesday! We remind me about this. it's Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, what you just described is the universal experience of faith, and also the universal experience of church. like yeah. I think yeah. as pastors, our job is to constantly remind people that what they think it is isn't isn't actually what it is. Yeah. And one thing i don't I don't know if it really will come out much in our conversation on Sunday, but I think part of the beauty of the gospels part of the beauty of this chapter specifically is that these stories meet Because like if I would do a, a good filtered version of Jesus's life, I would like all of these moments would be moments to just end it out oh yeah, like... for people that were really close to me, they mongers not you know the disciples. They prove three times within eight, nine, and ten. They prove that they just they want to be great, powerful, part of a rebel. They want to be leaders in a revolution, a political and a military 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 revolution. And uh, um, and, and in between that, Jesus he his response to it three times in a row is to a call for humility, to be the least, to be a servant. And again, that would be to the rich young ruler, which I think is one of my favorite narrative moments. I think it's, boy, it's really, I really love that moment. But again, what a great moment to be, you know, here's somebody who culturally would have been embraced as, as not just prosperous, but wise. And it made good decisions as a follows the rules as, a, as doing all these things. To them. And he just opens up and goes, actually, I don't get it at all. I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, church, being a part of the body of Christ or the church, we should be, as the gospels, comfortable and be a safe place for people to prove that they don't really get it and to walk with people in process because that's what each of us really need. And that's what the gospels is: people being so daring to be vulnerable and prove they don't get it <clears throat> and still walk in process and were right about it later. Wait, yeah, said, like they admitted it later. They were like, here, having to. Well, why are we reading Mark? Oh my goodness, my brain it hurts. And like so many of his, the stories in there are from Peter relaying them to Mark. And to admit like some of the things that Peter did, yep. I don't know. He might have grown a little bit, which is good. Yep. I, I think it's very easy though to build a culture where when somebody doesn't get it, you basically build a culture where train people to lie or should yeah. not be vulnerable. Yeah. When I don't get it, it's hard to like admit that later. Saying, yeah. Oh yeah, I failed again. Yeah. No. yeah. And part of it is system, in our system, uh, there's a degree of really elevating the facade of really getting it. Yeah. And there's also the uh, really shaming or taking away the power of people that don't get it. and uh jesus he tells a story it's a parable but of uh, a pharisee religious authority being in the temple and a tax collector being in the temple and uh it he ends it with the 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 pharisee is elevating himself i'm so glad i'm i'm here i'm the gift to this place and i get it and that text of tax collector over there doesn't get it at all and and in the midst of this of this picture, Jesus goes after the tax collector's repenting. Says, "Who's is, who's is connected to God? Who's relationship with God? Who's righteous in this moment?" And uh, it wasn't the the pride guy. It was the guy who uh, was broken the tax collector? And uh, I think if somebody, I think it's possible to build church community where somebody would come in and go, "Oh, I'm really struggling and I don't get it. And I just I'm this is." feel like I'm really failing at this mm-hmm. and we go, well, maybe we could meet often and we, I could fix you. Yeah. I know the answer so yeah. let me, let me help you. And then the, another person comes in and is impressive in their, their answers, their words, their look, And we, yeah. Hand them. The mic. Get work club. And, uh, which one is Jesus impressed with? The one that would honestly just go, I'm actually pretty broken. That's, that's, that's intense. Mm -hmm. And all they are the people that he gave the microphone to like over and over again, the people that he put in leadership are the people that they didn't get it. They were willing to say they didn't get it. Or I mean, at least later they were willing to say they didn't get it. What do you mean by put in leadership? I feel like that's such a. Non non Jesusy thing like he, he's, yeah he's he's I I think there's a difference between uh, putting someone in leadership and just like empowering people to just be yeah and I think like one is, is very selective and the other is universal like mm-hmm. Jesus in the same way he empowered his disciples was also by confronting the Pharisees was empowering them how they responded to that was their Was their issue. So it's not like Jesus was like, Oh, these people are less than, so I'm gonna put them on a pedestal. I think feel like Jesus was very like universal in the way he was trying to empower people and just their response was the was the only difference. Yeah. In the previous chapter, the disciples are freaking out because there's people that aren't us that are doing great things in your name, Jesus. Yeah. And Jesus goes, That's great. (laughs) Which I get I get the I can feel all the disciples' things. Like they didn't, they haven't heard all the teachings, and they haven't, you know, in their perspective, they go, they don't get it, and we do, and that's yeah. right in the middle of the disciples proving that they don't get it. <laughs> and so Jesus, if if you would say a gospel reality, is that Jesus is about fully entrusting people that don't really get it, and he's all about the outsider the impoverished. broken okay? and uh, he's like, this is perfect. What a great team. And and so the that's the brokenness of the Western leadership model. You know, who's set apart how lead this through? Jesus was the exact flip of that and going, Who's gonna be the least to wash the feet? My my dad used to always say the the issue is not the issue, the issue is within charge. Please if that's what we and actually that's what the Bible characters, like every single one of them was like, wait. Are you the leader? Who's the leader? Like, have you been the leader? I want to be great. Who's the best? Like, and Jesus is like, no, like we all are hand together. Like, so it's, it's just so interesting. Once we get past who's the best or who's the leader, then hmm. re- real change and real mess and real vulnerability and the real following Jesus can add. We're going to play a little bit of a game I People having wrong impressions of us, but do why do people get a wrong impression of Jesus? I've been trying to this process of thinking about that, and uh, you know, it's happening in the Gospels, and it happens now, and it happens in me. But why? I mean, a lot of it is just like their own bias, like Mm -hmm. the the Pharisees, the even the Jews, the disciples to some degree over and over were like, this is what the Messiah is gonna look like. And so, and then Jesus is like, no, that's not who we are. And I think we do that today. Like if we grew up in the church, that just shaped our expectation of who God is, who Jesus is. And then you have these moments of like, oh wait, it's not, it doesn't line up with that anymore. And that's a, those are tough moments for a lot of people. And I think if you come from outside the church, you have this perception of like, those people represent Jesus so i have understanding who jesus is and then you come into these preconceived ideas of what who christ is and then uh that's why over and over we talk about redefinition it's good it is a good thing for uh people outside of the church to be encouraged in a redefinition moment but it's probably probably just as good for me to have have those redefinition moments of like oh wait what i thought isn't true anymore it's not bad to have like bias or understanding, but if we don't allow those things to change, those could be harmful. Yeah, yeah. Because at least for the, I mean, the four of us would be, if you would say in generality, who are we in the narrative? We would be the religious authorities. well be I don't know kind of weird to even say that. But uh, um and so when we look at the narrative and go, oh, I am, I'm one of the Samaritans, actually probably one of the i'm probably one of the rigid insiders that's refusing to see the obvious and uh yeah that's that's gross Mm -hmm. i think that i bringing it up even in this conversation on sunday is that you know jesus when he was he sees the man who was born blind and the disciples go who sinned that this guy would be blind and in the samaritan story when the woman declares, you know, we worship here, but the Jews, they worship there. And Jesus response: As soon as it's like about here or there, and thinking about Jesus touching the leper or all these different things is that, you know, he was in a culture that the consequences that people were in, the bad things that people were facing was a sign of their dishealth and their sin and their failing, walking away from God. And uh, as much as I would like that to be like a ancient far away reality i think that's a real first person issue when we see somebody struck let me change that when i feel like i'm struggling it's because i've not good enough for god Mm -hmm. and uh and i think again that's my impression an impression that needs to shift it's like i'd say god is really good at blessing when i deserve it (laughs) good job yeah i mean that's literally the same thing that uh, even the rich young ruler yep. or like all these stories represent is yep. like my circumstance identify how good of a relationship I have with God and how good of a person I am yep. and over and over. And so it's easy to look at those things and be like, Oh, those stupid people. But the reality is, is like when something goes good in our life, we say, God bless me. And when something is bad and struggling, it's easy to feel like God's far away. Yep. And that's literally the same thought process of like God God's presence, God acting in your life is not—it's not circumstantial. Life is what life is, yeah. and God's a part of it. Yes, parents were bringing their kids to Jesus. Uh, he was taking time and blessing them. The disciples freak out. He doesn't have time for them like that. That's the like the bomb that drops is that you know. What the really the disciples were saying is that it's for important people, but really, what bit, it, needs more time for me. and uh, and so to again, that's the the picture of the least. You know, who who am I? Who should I? Who should I be to give time with Jesus, or have to actually be the most important? Mm-hmm. Being the simple, the, the humble, blind Bartimaeus, uh, you know, he just you know was willing to. His act of faith was to be annoying and disruptive, to yell out and to be uh, to be persistent in the midst of discouragement, which is, you know, you have the lifelong discouragement of being blind Gross. but I, would, I wouldn't handle that real well, unfortunately. <laughs> and then uh, maybe you would, you don't know, but then um, so there's that, and then to have for what he really wants is to be helped by Jesus and for people to be discouraging that, that would just be heavy, really, really heavy and to persist through that. And then for Jesus to give him dignity to go, what do you want? Which is such a powerful statement. Um, I have a good friend of mine who's, who's blind and in ministry and he's very gracious. Um, but it, he he travels quite a bit and speaks out quite a bit of places, and he, can, he said that there's been times where he's had really urgent things to pray about for him or his family, and people will come and pray for him and pray for the healing of his blindness. And uh, he's, again, he's very gracious and kind, but he's like, that's actually kind of offensive. And so Jesus, to give dignity to somebody who had no dignity culture was was pretty incredible and uh everybody there was proving what they thought was that's a mis proving their misconception of jesus you're annoying jesus doesn't have time he's not going to come help you he should you're 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 being disruptive jesus is going someplace and he's going to see something important and all we're going to hear is you screaming and uh jesus goes stops randomly it's pretty that's revolutionary in the perspective of of who he is yeah it's good It's good any other thoughts I think the, the, uh, just the big thing in it is that uh, as soon as we think we're there uh, uh-huh. we're just starting and I think that's been a, it's something that rings in my head has for a long time is that it's it's very easy to ascribe to desire to be to have things figured out at the but well, there, I think like there is a, mm. I, I hesitate to say it, but I, there's almost like this struggle with having the Bible being viewed as like God's word because it, it can feel like, like that's the completed mm. version of what God's calling humanity to mm. even these moments, like the moment about divorce, all these moments it could be like, Oh, that's, that's the end of what Jesus is calling people to. Yeah. And I think, like, if you look at the entire Bible, Old Testament included, God's calling of humanity is progressive. There's this forward motion to it. There's these. It 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 it, it's not finished, and so uh, the Bible should be probably a stepping stone to what the things that God's calling humanity to. uh, Not necessarily like the completed version of God's word. It is God's word, but not maybe not finished. Yeah, I think some of the vernacular of that is when people say we need to get back to the early church. Sure. Then. And the call is not to get back to uh, Acts 2, 3, 4, but the call is to be the church, be the church, be sure. the body of Christ. Yeah. And uh, that's where it just it became so apparent and as we walk through the book of Acts is that as it spiraled up farther, the calling and the health of it well, Externally might have been, you look at it and go, wow, they're so much less effective than they used to be. But that was them actually walking in perfection of the column. Their failure and the failure of the community they ran was down being the body of Christ. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what the Bible is saying. Now do it. <laughs> so if we look at it and go, this is, a, this is the end, this is it. Yep. Then we don't ever fulfill what's in it. Because Jesus literally was like, who's this? Go do it here's this, go do it. And then Paul, here's this, go do it. And then even in the old Testament, here's this, go do it. And, yeah. and it's without the going and doing it. Not anything. Yep. Yeah. And, and that's a, again, misconception. Is that I've got to get things figured out before I can go do it. The beauty of all Great. Great. Jump in the community. Yeah. Be, be part of the the body press. Be part of the church if you're local. Come come uh, hang with us. Would be honored to to have you join the conversation. Uh, if you're not close by, um, it's just take the initiative of being part of community. It's gonna work. Yeah. See you guys next week.